A happy new year to everyone out there. My name is Andy. And I'm Jake. And this is the Film 7 Podcast. Bringing you all the latest movie and TV news. On this week's episode, we're going to look at everything coming in the year 2020. Every, not everything coming in the year 2020. What we've, some of the interesting films coming out in TV and in film in the year 2020. Yes, we can only just about uh, do a, like a small ice cap version of what's coming out because there's a lot coming out. There is a lot to take in in this um, in this um, episode, so it will be very informative. And just grab yourself a seat and um, let's get into it, Jake. Yeah, it's going to be a long one, so grab your popcorn. And this is the Film Seven Podcast. Yes. As we said up top to everyone listening, this is going to be a long one because mm-hmm. there's so much great content coming out this year, some questionable content coming out this year. Yep. But as we always say on the show, we, we shall, shall see. see. So let's kick off the year, as always, with January. So the great thing about January in the UK, Andy, is that we get a lot of the award consideration movies at this time of the year. Mm-hmm. Most of them get released uh, towards the end of the year in the United States to be considered for the awards. Uh, but this is in UK, we get all the great movies. So it's quite dry in the US, but for UK, we're loving it. So it's close to the awards. So immediately we've seen a film, then we see getting all the accolades. It's yes. sort of a good experience for us here. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So uh, first off, uh, it's already passed, but Jojo Rabbit has debuted in the UK on the 1st of January. Now, I've actually had the chance to go see that movie, ND. Mm-hmm. What a great movie. Oh, yeah? I highly recommend it. You have to see it. I certainly uh, will. Taika Waititi, he is... You know I love Taika Waititi and everything he's done. Now, in this movie, he has shown what a true director he is. Like, obviously, he's got the Taika hu- the humor, but this is, re- this is really him showing I'm not just all about jokes and humor. I can do really dramatized stuff that really is is so emotional at times really sad at times and and very heartwarming as well and this film i've shown i'm like this guy is going to be one to watch for the next 30 50 years whatever wow so watch out for taika and i highly recommend watching this film wow that's a great review that's a great review i'm certainly going to check it out yes uh so first of january as well is the gentleman guy ritchie film nd I love the look of this. What do you think of this one? I mean, it's a Guy Ritchie film. It's based in London. What more do you want? He has that slick way of telling stories and he has a way of... You put British, you know, traditional British culture and you add it with Guy Ritchie's way of telling stories. It's like Kingsman. It's like... It's 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 going to be amazing. So I know what I'm going to get. And I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a great movie. I haven't seen it yet, even though it's out, but I'm going to check it out yes, this week. Yes, I'm definitely going to be checking this one out. Exactly like you said, this is, from the trailer, you can already tell, this is such a Guy Ritchie movie. Uh, my favorite Guy Ritchie movie is Snatch. Mm. And this is sort of very similar to that, you know, the Cockney London sort of attitude, punk, rock and roll. And so. very clean. You know, everybody wanting to look like a gentleman. Everybody looking very sharp. And it's going to be very bright and well choreographed. Yes, and Guy Ritchie, he has that unique way of telling a story within a story, a scene within a scene. Yeah, I love his <laughs> his sense of narrative and the way he tells his stories. Um, I have been, you know, as of late, there's been a couple of movies he's been released that I haven't been too keen on, like the, the King Arthur one. 
and obviously Aladdin, I finally saw it, and I was like, okay, okay, it's okay. But for, for those are sort of studio films, mm. in a way. Uh, this is a Guy Ritchie film, which is what I like Guy Ritchie for. Yeah, so. yeah those were, in my opinion, yeah, I agree with you. They were kind of blockbustery, but Guy Ritchie's indie, in a way. His mm. way of shooting is quite indie. So, yeah, so good, for, good one for January. Yeah. Uh, so next coming up is the Golden Globes. Now, by the time you guys are listening to this episode, the winners would have already been announced because it's this coming uh, the Sunday just gone. Um, I've said on the show before, you know my feelings on the Golden Globes. I kind of look at them as a bit of a, okay, whatever award. Mm-hmm. You uh, can't win an Oscar, so you just want to Yeah, it's it. almost yeah. like second best. And some of the, the categories as well, it's a bit like, huh? Like best sci-fi or comedy movie. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I don't quite get it. I don't know the exact award, but it's something stupid like that. It's just something to have on your CV. I mean, you look better saying you're you know, Golden Globe nominee. Then. Yeah, you can put it on the trailer. And yeah, yeah, just, it is what it is. Uh, I'll obviously have a quick look at the awards, but I don't take these ones too seriously. Um, what I will be taking seriously, though, is this next movie coming out on the 10th of January, and that is 1917, directed by Sam Mendes, <laughs> and, of course, cinematography by Roger Deakins. Yes. What, I, what, where are you standing on this film? Well, so when I saw the trailer, I... I wasn't impressed because I just thought it was a rip-up of Dunkirk. You know, just yeah, it had that du- vibe. Yeah. yeah, Dunkirk and Private Ryan just mashed them up together and make a film. So that's what I thought. But the reviews are coming in and people are saying positive things. And obviously, because it's got Roger Deakins, it's going to look amazing. So I don't know where to stand yet. It's, should I stick with what I thought before the movie? Or should I think it's going to be great because everybody else is saying it's great? But certainly you're going to check it out. It's going to look amazing. It's not going to be a waste of time because it's going to be visually great. So, And I heard it's a one-take film. Yes, a lot of it is one-takes. Yeah. I've never seen that in a war film. Like It's one-take throughout. So that in itself, it's a crowd puller. So we'll see. We shall see. Yeah, I was like you. I saw the trailer. I was a bit like, this kind of feels like Dunkirk and Save It Private Running or Running Against Time. However, very much like you, the film came out in the States. It got rave reviews, Roger Deakins cinematography. And what really got me into this film, what really changed my mind, is that they released a little featurette, which they were exploring, you know, showing different techniques of cinematography that they've never been done in cinema before. I'm fascinated with all that stuff, you know, mm. of always pushing the envelope to yes. try new things. What can we do? What, what, what's impossible and what can we make possible? Yeah. And, you know, when you get people like Sam Mendes and Roger Deakins, you're going to get the impossible possible. Yeah. So that's why I am very looking much forward to this film now. Yeah, it's definitely that week um, of those films that come out. I mean, it's definitely the one to watch. Mm -hmm. It's definitely the one to watch that week. Yeah. So we'll go into the next one on the 17th of January. (laughs) Bad Boys for Life. I mean, what else can we really say about this movie, Andy? Yeah, I mean... To be honest, I'm excited it's out. The trailers didn't move me to go see in the cinema. I'll probably it's watch. a bad boy's movie. It's a bad boy movie, but I think I'm older than that now. So I'll just wait till it's out on TV or something. But it is what it is. It's going to do what it was meant to do, in a sense. It rehashed the, rehashed the, the film, the, the franchise. Whether people are still tripped by that kind of action, that kind of humor, yet to be seen. But... Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very much like you. I'm like, I don't know. But at the same time, I think back of the original two and how much I love those movies. 
different and, times. And, and how funny they they actually are. So it sort of depends. I'm I'm, I'm going to go see it because it's a Michael Bay movie. So I think uh, Michael Bay movies, in a way, have to be experienced in the cinema just for the sheer explosions. explosions and action and all that. And, you know, he's very good at doing that. He's very good at making good entertainment value. So I'm probably going to pick it out. It just depends on how it sort of lands with me. And if, if I'm just sort of relying on, on nostalgia or is this actually a, a decent flick? Yeah, you know, so what you get, you know, the thing about the... the the opportunity cost for Michael Bay movies is, even though it will have a lot of over-the-top action, the story is going to be as weak as a toilet tissue. It's going to be very weak. So if you just want to see that kind of stuff, it's definitely going to have all of that. Because Bad Boy is the kind of movie for Michael Bay to be Michael Bay, isn't mm -hmm. it? You know, so. When he's not trashing on Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so the next movie uh, on the same day, so I'm pretty sure this is an easy one for you, Andy, that you'll rather go see, Doolittle. Mm. Now, you actually had no idea about this no, movie. I never knew. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. talking to animals. That's all I needed to hear. Like, And it's just based on Sherlock, the character of Sherlock. It's not... It's based on the character of it's Sherlock. Similar it's, style, it's yeah. It's similar. So I just love it because... Robert Downey Jr. is just one of my top 10 actors for the, he's been for the past since Iron Man came out. He carried that franchise, didn't he? He was one of the reasons why people kept going back. So, and I'm just glad to see him still doing great stuff. And it looks great. It's going to be funny as hell. And there's going to be a lot of... We're going to see Tony Stark again. You so, think? Yeah, we're going to see Tony Stark in... You know that... I think it's going to be a mixture of that Tony Stark oh, and Oh, Sherlock in this movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant in, like, in the MCU. I was like, what? Like, no, 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 no. I mean that kind of um, cocky, smart-ass yeah. kind okay, of Yeah, okay, yeah, that sort of character. We're yeah. going to get it because some animals deserve that kind of communication and some animals, he's going to be Sherlock. He's going to be... It's going to be a good movie. Can't wait to see this I'm, one. I, I'm still mixed on this movie. I still don't know where I land with it. Yeah, it's got RDJ and I love RDJ. But unlike most people, I wasn't the biggest fan of the Sherlock movies. Okay. And that's not on him, I, just the movies itself. They just didn't connect with me. Wow. I love um, so, and then this one as well, I'm, I watched the train, I'm like, okay, this has everything that it needs to to be good, but I just, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know yet. Think, like, of, think of all the jokes. Think of all the one-liners and how he's going to deliver them. You know, that is, yeah, just think about yeah. it. And I'm, Maybe it's because I'm still so attached to the Eddie Murphy doodle, right. which right. is this is a completely different, sh you know, to shift tone. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's crazy. So yeah, I mean, they they could have they shouldn't have named it Doolittle because it's just something else. Mm -hmm. It's the same concept: a man, ability, man with the ability to talk to animals, but it's just different, different world altogether. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, then. So uh, on the same day, so th th this week actually, the seventeenth of January is absolutely packed. So. Bad Boys for Life, Doodletal, and then we got Bombshell. So that is the, the another award contender. So that's the one featuring Charlie Theron, Margot Robbie, about the whole Fox scandal. Yes. With, um, what's her, what was the Kelly? Kelly. I, I, it's not Kelly and Conway, but it's Kelly. I know who. Kelly's her surname, isn't it? Yes. I can't remember. <laughs> this is really bad. But yes, we know the movie yes. we're, we're talking about. It's not Maggie Kelly. No. Nah, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, it's about the whole Fox scandal, the the 
the CEO of Fox at the time um, had this, um, he was being a sexual predator and he got fired and he died not Megan long. Kelly. Megan Kelly, yes. There we are. Yeah, and he got and he died not long after that, and this is the story, and it's just timely. Next year is you know it's gonna get. I'm gonna say next year. This from now it's gonna get very political in the U.S. Mm -hmm. You know, with the elections coming up. So this is just gonna be very. I'm sure this will get more attention than it probably deserves because of what's the, happening. What's happening and I remember you saying when we reviewed the trailer for this, you you said that this story there's still information coming out yeah. about this story exactly it's not finished no this story. certainly not because yeah. the some of the perpetrators are still in power so a lot of people have not spoken so the full extent of the scandal hasn't even been told so mm -hmm. more to come from this but this i can i can see you know how it is one film comes out and it just goes the new cycle i see this getting into the mainstream news cycle for 12 hours then we forget about yeah, it yeah after the awards yeah yeah just just forget about it yeah okay so speaking of awards we also have on the 17th of january just mercy so this is a film featuring michael b jordan and jamie fox about a attorney who is wanting to better his community and stuff like that so another this is very much like bombshell another political yep. movie mm-hmm um, I really like the look of this, um, mainly because it's got Jamie Foxx and Michael B. Jordan. I will pretty much see any movie they are in. Yep. They are some of the best actors in today. Mm -hmm. uh, what about you? How are you feeling about this I film? I mean, this is a deep, it's a deep, mature story. It's not, you know, we normally like, you know, action films and fun movies here. But this one isn't a fun movie. This is a deep film. This is one you need to sit down and think while you watch. So... It's yeah, it's something I'm certainly going to see. It's a great movie, but it's 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 a mature. It talks it 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 focuses on very mature themes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's one to see. Yeah, I'll definitely be checking that one out. I think, and then hopefully I can check this one out, and that is the banker. <laughs> so Andy, when we reviewed the trailer for this, we absolutely loved it. Yes, this movie looks insane mm -hmm. uh, and it was going to get you know apple tv of us were pushing this for awards and it was going to be released in theaters but it got pulled because of that yep. um, scandal that happened yeah it's just another thing where you, we, this is not the first time it's happened no it's so not. many times we're excited about a movie the scandal comes out it nearly happens to joker you know yes and the hunt remember the hunt yeah and the hunt just imagine if the joker was cancelled because people felt it was too just you know so we saw the trailer and I really liked the trailer. It was telling a story we nobody knew about. Nobody knew this guy. But this guy is the reason why we have some of the black entrepreneurs today. Mm -hmm. And it was just such a shame that... And it was going to be the first show I was going to see on Disney Plus. Because... I'm sorry, on Apple TV. Apple TV Because Plus, yeah. I haven't yet seen anything impressive in there. So next thing they pull the plug and now I'm hearing it's back on track. Well, as of... So I, I did look it up. Yeah. So... They pulled it from theaters, right? But they, they were, in the report, there was no news that it was going to be removed from the service. So as of now, it's still yet to be released, right? Good. But we'll see. I'll wake up on the seventeenth and have a look if it's there. Exactly. Like this will be my first experience of Apple TV Plus. <laughs> It'll be mine as well. And you know, just just as a disclaimer, uh, we are not in any way condoning whatever led to it being plugged. No, we, no. you know, we're just saying that it's such a shame that it got plugged. Because I want to see entertainment. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know, so so we'll see. We'll see if that one comes out. 
Uh, and then on the 31st of January, we have quite a few films coming out as well. First one is A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. So starring Tom Hanks and he's playing the iconic Fred Rogers. Yep. This is the movie I think we need right now Andy, mm. in the world. Mm -hmm. Because this man is one of the kindest man to ever live in human history. You know, like he did things that at the time was almost controversy. Yes. You could say. Yes. But he was just a person that mingled with all races and he just believed in being a good person, yes. being kind to everyone and that everyone is unique in their own way mm -hmm. and special. Yeah. So in the climate where we are in now, mm -hmm. with everything politically going on in the world, I think this is the perfect movie we need. Yeah. He was the, you know, now we had back in the day, you know what we call social media influencers now? He was what those people represented to those an times. Just an influencer. An influencer. And um, what they said meant things and what they showed. People just listened to him. People just watched him and liked him. And whatever he said was acceptable was acceptable. And how he told people to live is how people lived. Such a great man. It's sort of like, this is going to be like, in my opinion, the film is Tom Hanks in it. Yes. And I think it's going to be like Forrest Gump. You know, Forrest Gump, you watch it, you just love the guy. You, yeah, you, you just love just him. Love him, you know, that's how... The I thing is, it's very easy to do that when you're Tom Hanks. Exactly. Because Tom Hanks, just a man, you just love him. Mm -hmm. He, like, let alone he's playing the character of Fred Rogers, he himself is one of the nicest people on this earth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not a scandal. He's been around for, what, 20, 30 years? 40, I'd say. Yeah. Not one scandal, not one terrible... I mean, he's just a great, a great actor. guy. Yeah, and his interviews—he's he—he's a good man. <laughs> you know, I love Tom Hanks. I love it. Who does it? He's like just, just like you know that that lovable granddad. Yeah, he's like an adjacent granddad to us. He's yeah. just—he's so good. Yeah, I'm just. I'm, so yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to that one. Um, also on the 31st of January is Queen and Slim, featuring Daniel uh, Kaluuya. That, I think that's how we pronounce his yeah. name. Um, I'm looking forward to this one as well. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a black Bonnie and, Clyde, uh, Bonnie and Clyde, as said in the trailer. Mm -hmm. um, I like the premise of it that, you know, um, they get pulled over by a, a cop mm -hmm. and stuff goes down and they accidentally kill the cop and they're on the run. In self-defense. In self-defense. But obviously, they're not... The, <laughs> they are black. Just so They're black, <laughs> so they're not going to look at it that way. They're going to look at it as murder. And it just looks like a fun road trip adventure running away from from the police from the law from and the law, yeah. yeah and as they are running away from the law it seems like they begin there's this um robin hood thing about them where they they become an a symbol against the establishment and people start helping them <coughs> and people start excuse me people start helping them to evade the law and things like that and like i said it's a black bonnie and clyde movie and we know how bonnie and clyde ended but it's just the journey was the part of it. It's yeah, not I mean, always about the destination. It, exactly, it's the journey, and it looks great. I like it. The shots I saw in the trailer were really nice. It looked, and it was one thing I like about black films are they are very poetic, mm -hmm. you know. And I think this film is going to be as poetic as. Do you think yeah. this has an award chance? Probably not. Uh, probably maybe not. honorable mentions. Like honorable that. mentions because it had there a lot of very strong contenders this mm -hmm. year. Not because if there were not not for any other reason, you know. And I don't want them to do it because it's yes. black you know i want it to deserve it it's a very great film it's a very good film it will be a very good film but i think there are just some stronger films out there that will 
This is my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. Okay, so we'll get on to another. I think this is definitely in some category you're going to get an award, and that is The Lighthouse, mm. featuring William Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, two sailors in a lighthouse the whole movie mm -hmm. in black and white. It's They say it's like a terror movie, not horror, the terror movie with psych psychological twists, humor, drama. It's it's When we watched the trailer, I thought this looks crazy. Mm -hmm. This looks dark. And I can't wait to see this movie. Yeah, the, the reviews. You mean because this is I've when been stellar, yeah. Yeah, we, this is when it's coming out in the UK, and people have seen it in the US, and it, everybody's loving it. Everybody's loving it. And I remember, so it has this psychedelic feeling to it. And if you remember when we reviewed it, we were saying there's something wrong with the cameras, the you know, the angles, and so it's really good. I'm looking for this one. I'm certainly going to see in the cinema. Oh yeah, certainly going to see in the cinema because the things I've heard, it's probably going to get an Oscar nod. Yeah, I think, if anything, probably for performances. Mm. Because, I mean, William Dafoe, he's phenomenal in everything he does. And in the trailer, I'm just like, I can't wait to see crazy William Dafoe. Mm -hmm. But also Robert Pattinson. Mm. And I think this year, this year, I think, is very important for Robert Pattinson because he's got this movie um, and he's also got uh, Tenant coming out, which we'll talk about a bit later. Mm -hmm. This is the year for him to basically, to all the naysayers, to be like, no, I can, I'm an actor. I can do the role of Batman mm -hmm. and Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I want. Yeah, I think this is the time for him to become a man in some people's eyes because yeah. everybody still sees him as the teenage, the teenager from, from Twilight. Yeah, which is which I think is very unfair on him because he has done other. He's grown out of that. He's done some really strong independent films where he's a fun, fantastic performances. So I think this is the year for him to basically break out. Yeah, we we shall see. We shall see. But it's like you said, make or break. Mm -hmm. So we'll get on to the another movie coming out on the uh, 31st of January, and that is Gretel uh, and Hansel. I think I'm going to give this one a miss. It's you know, it, it's a, a new take on the on the old German tale, sort of more rooted to the original German tale. But I don't know. Just I mean, yeah, just to, when you see things like this, there's yeah, just there's just one question to ask: Is it Disney? No. no. Then you don't go. <laughs> <laughs> you don't go. <laughs> well, everything these days is pretty much Disney. No, yeah, I think I'm going to give that one a miss. I mean, I love horror movies, but you, you've, you've got to be... There's got to be something about the horror movie that's interesting and new. And this, for me, doesn't, doesn't look anything new. It's, it looks like just scares for the sake of scares. Uh, another movie that's coming out, uh, another award contender, and that is Richard Jewell. Uh, so this is the event take place in the 1994 bombings yep. in uh, was it Atlanta? I can't remember. I can't. I could be getting this so wrong. Uh, I will look it up. But yes, yeah, so Richard Jewell. Uh, it's directed by Clint Eastwood. Mm -hmm. Yes, 1996 uh, the, at the Olympics. Yes, yes, the yes, Olympics. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. sorry. Yes. So yeah, security guard Richard Jewell. He saves thousands of people as he discovers uh, a bomb. Mm -hmm. uh, but then. Uh, it's a whole conspiracy that they actually think he planted the bomb and it's all a big... And from the trailer, I thought this looks really good. Clint Eastwood. He does know how to make an Oscar movie. He, he knows. Does. No matter the... He, he knows how to tell a story. Yeah. He, yeah, he carefully... Yeah, and he does it in a very slow-paced... and But you follow along the story. He, he's a very good director. One of those people that have transitioned from the front of the camera to the back of the camera, you know really i'm just really i don't know how much more he has left in his tank 
But he, he's getting on now, he's yeah. Really, really old now, but um, he's one of the great. But ones. then when he still does this, man, you, 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 it goes to show you never lose it. Mm -hmm. No matter how old you get, you've you've got that always. Yeah, I mean, with. he's been around the good, the bad, and the ugly. He's Long time. been around since what the thirties, forties. Yeah, he, I mean, fifties definitely. I mean, when did oh, yeah, good, the bad, yeah, 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 when 50s, did good, the bad, yeah. the ugly come out? I mean, we could. Google I think it, it was the sixties. Yeah, and he was already yeah. an adult at the time. Yeah, yeah, he was get. He was like what. 40s? Yeah, yeah. I was already in his 30s because then 40s, young yeah. people didn't get lead roles. So yeah. he was already like a man mm -hmm. at the time. So, yeah. We shall see. But I think that one definitely will get award consideration. And then finally, to end off January, we have another horror movie, and that is The Grudge. So it comes out in, in the UK 31st of January, but it is already out in the US, and it is getting slated. Mm. <laughs> so. Um, I kind of expected that from the trailer. I, you know, we sort of reviewed it, and I was like, "What is this movie?" Yeah. Uh, the, what is this? And then I liked it. I thought it was great. Yeah, you liked the look of it. I liked the look of the trailer, and I thought it was great. So I, I mean, I you could still like the movie. Exactly. You know, it's 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 all subjective, but <laughs> the general consensus is that this movie is awful. It's, it's got a, I think it's somewhere around twelve percent on Rotten oh. Tomatoes, and oh. the cinema score's got an F. Wow, it can't be that bad. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, apparently so. So, uh, yeah. All right. So January film season is over. And then but there's plenty of stuff to also watch on the small screen. So on the 1st of January, already out for you guys to watch Dracula. I am so excited to watch this. I'm definitely going <laughs> to sink my teeth into this. Yep. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Makers of Sherlock. Sherlock is one of the best series I've ever seen, especially starring Benedict Cumberbatch, one of the best performances I've ever seen him do. So they're doing this, uh, doing the original novel from Bram Stoker, which I love. You know, Wait, hold on. the original. This is based off the original Bram Stoker novel. Wow, Dracula. Not, not even an adaptation. This is wow. Yeah. Okay. So they probably do some new things in of there, course. of course. But um, it just and it's already it's already get really good reviews. Mm. So I'm super excited to see this. Yeah, it's it's everyone who's seen it loved it. It's people say it's really terrifying. And, uh, you know, like I was telling you off uh, the, the signboards here in the UK for the Dracula, they are these signboards that um, they become alive at night. So they place some beams on the board and the light shines on it. And when it gets dark, those beams create Dracula's silhouettes on the signboard. And it's really terrifying seeing that at night. Might just walking alone in the street and you look up and you see that shadow staring down at you. It's terrifying. And this looks really good. I think iPlayer is one of the most underrated streaming services ever. It, they have some really great really stuff. Really good there. stuff. You know, I think their their slogan now is actually wasted on some. That's the iPlayer. Oh, is it? Yeah, right, because there's great content in there, and people just because it's quote unquote free in the UK, people don't value it. But yeah, this one I mean, is good. Free quotation. Quote yeah, because you've got a TV license yeah, to pay you for. To pay a TV license. But man. yeah, uh, so yeah. Speaking of BBC, we've also got another big BBC series, and that is Doctor Who seasons twelve, obviously starring the latest Doctor Jodie Whittaker. Now, uh, me personally, I'm not a Doctor Who fan. Never seen it. <laughs> I'm just. I've just. It's just. I've just <laughs> never seen it. Do you know what I mean? It's just okay. one of those things I've never seen. Uh, but you're a big I'm Doctor a Who big fan. Doctor Who fan, and I'm very happy we have first season. And I didn't even know this was out already, so I'm gonna go catch up on this. So, it's 
I don't know how to say someone who's never seen Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah, but well, as a Doctor Who fan yourself, are you? I mean, you love Jodie Whittaker, then? Yes, yeah, yeah, I love her. Doing a great job. Oh, she, yeah. yeah, she impressed me in she impressed me in her first season. Obviously, not the my favorite Doctor ever, but she's up there. She did amazing, and I like the people she's hanging out with. I like what BBC did, how they what they've done there. And I'm just looking forward to seeing her going through more adventures. The last season ended with the Dalek. You wouldn't get this. I know who the I know who the Dalek is. <laughs> okay, the, you yeah. know that robot thing. Yeah. Yes. So it's just good to see where this will go from here. So I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Okay. So uh, on Netflix, we've got Sex Education season two, and that comes out on the 17th of January. Now, this is another one. I haven't seen this series. You haven't seen it either nope, way. I haven't. But I can't deny it is a huge series. Plenty of people watch it. Plenty of people rave it. My own girlfriend watches it and she loves it. So that's for all you fans out there. That one comes out on 17th of January. We're going to head over to Apple TV Plus again on the 17th of January. A new series starts called Little America. Uh, Andy, you didn't know this one was coming out either. Mm, yeah. So I showed you the trailer, and this looks great. So it's got eight episodes. Yeah. Each episode is going to be uh, own story. Yep. And it's basically immigrants moving to America and achieving, you know, what's the saying, uh, the American dream? Yes. Or oh, trying to achieve trying the American dream. Trying to achieve dream. the American dream, you know, a prosperous life you could have. Uh, and I love this. Yeah, it's based on reality. It's, it's based on reality yeah, because... So I, yeah. The, like I told you, the big irony of America is that, you know, there's a lot of political unawareness now, you know, with all the racism and stuff. But America is founded on on immigration. Yes. You know, from all areas of the world. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just a bunch of people from one country. No, everyone from the world has immigrated to America. Yeah, unless your last name is White Dove or the Moonwalker. Or Native American. Native yeah. American, yeah. Your family, and you're American listening, somewhere along the line, somebody emigrated, took, went from somewhere and became an immigrant and uh, in America. So it's the story. You can't talk about America without talking about immigration. Exactly. And, and uh, this show is going to be exploring that. And as we always say, Andy... This will teach people things that they don't realize. Yeah, hopefully, 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 hopefully because they'll get, they'll understand a bit more. Yeah, because there's a lot of. Uh, there is a lot of ignorance in yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, so uh, back to Netflix, and that is Chilling Adventures of Sabrina season three. I remember when this was first announced, I was like, "Oh, that's kind of cool. They're remaking Sabrina. It's got really good reviews." But it's another series I haven't had the time to check. Man, there's just so much. I yeah. can't watch everything. Yeah, I can't. It's just funny. Um, Sabrina, that name, keeps coming up in everything that has to do with witches. witches. You know, um, I've been watching The Witcher. Yes. I've, I I don't even want to go into it because uh, you can't we'll get me to stop. Bit, yeah. yeah, in a bit later. But it's funny. Um, there, was, there was a little witch. She wasn't... There was a, there was a, there was a school for witches. And one of the... One of the kids, uh, the kids in the school, she was called Sabrina. She didn't have a speaking role; they just mentioned and you, Sabrina. And it's just, I don't know if that's a nod to the witch thing. Probably. Okay. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> where else have you heard the name Sabrina? Exactly. So, so maybe it's just a nod to, yeah, I, because maybe that was the first thing to make witchcraft. Um, I don't know. Who knows? Don't know. <laughs> uh, so, and we end off. January TV on the 24th of January with Star Trek 
Picard. Now, I am not a Star Trek fan by any means, really. Like, uh, I watch the latest movies. I enjoy those. But the original, older stuff, just never got into it. You're, are you the same, Andy? You can't love Star Trek and Star Wars at the same time. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there was always that war, wasn't yeah, it? Are exactly. you a Trekkie or a Star War? Exactly. I can't so, betray. I can't betray the, <laughs> our galaxy. No. However, saying that, this series looks kind of cool. Like, uh, it's got obviously, um, uh, what's his name, Sir Patrick Stewart back as Picard, uh, and it's got this sort of Logan-esque type of Western vibe mm-hmm. that he sort of retired, and there's like one last adventure to do. Uh, so I, I'm kind of into this. Yeah, but if, if, if I go into, I want them. I want this to be easily accessible as well. I don't want to sort of having to know all the mythology behind it. Like. Exactly. That's just what I was about to say. If if they can do that, then you're right. Can, we can give it a shot. But if it's gonna be something for the fans, by the fans, for the fans, like you know the last um, the Rise of Skywalker was for the fans, by the fans, you know, then. After two episodes, I'll just turn it off because none of this will make sense to me. Mm-hmm. This is a 40-year-old... I think Star more, Trek was more, before yeah, Star Wars. The 60s. Yeah. Star so in the 60s, yeah. Exactly. And to bring it sort of... to Over 50 years, yeah. Yeah, and someone who doesn't know anything about it, all I know is that there's this ship and... They the Enterprise, to, yeah. The Enterprise, and they keep going to different places. I know Picard and I know Spock. Yeah, I know <laughs> the live long and prosper thing. Yep. Uh, and there's pointy eyes guy, then there's this robot... <laughs> robot guy who's pale who can't lie or something like that i don't know yeah i don't know sorry guys <laughs> i don't want to pretend like i know so i mean sorry if you're a star trek fan i'm so sorry i could I, be getting this yeah we're probably insulting them right now right <laughs> i mean imagine watching a podcast by star trekers and they're talking about star wars this week i'd be Oof, i'd be like what are you talking about i know right okay <laughs> okay so whew, that's january <laughs> let's get into february andy uh film birds of prey and the fabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. And that comes out on the 7th of February. Perfect Valentine's movie for everyone. Are you look- I am really looking forward to this it's movie. It's been a long time coming, hasn't it? It's been, yeah, since sort of Suicide Squad, really. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't carry the baggage from Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I'm kind of worried about. I'm hoping that people forget that movie happened yeah. and just say look this is a new thing yeah, yeah i think the bad taste of suicide squad has gone especially with the same studio has done things that we like they've changed they've yeah. changed you know the whole joke it's just yeah, it's yeah, under new leadership yeah, yeah people out yeah i think in my opinion i think that yeah it's it's past yeah we've we've seen in the last few movies dc has seemed to be moving forward mm. in the right direction now yeah and i kind of hope like i said in previous episodes i kind of hope they just make they just focus on this film let's just make this a really good film mm-hmm. let's not worry about tying it into the big let's just make this a really good film yeah and from the trailer it looks fun yeah you know it's going to be rated r as rated well r good. it's going to have uh but it's going to be different to joker it's going to be a more playful rated r maybe kind of similar to deadpool yeah with, gory uh, yeah gory raunchy humor you know so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Margot Robbie. I, I love her. That was the, the my favorite thing about Suicide Squad was Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Yeah. I think she's great. Yeah, can't wait. It's gonna be good. Looking forward to that one. Uh, another one looking forward to is the same day, and that is Parasite. Uh, I can't wait to see this movie. We reviewed the trailer. We saw. We thought this looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. And from the reviews. This looks like it's definitely at least going to get a nomination for Best Picture. Wow. And this is a Korean film. This is Korean. 
Nice. So this, uh, you said this, MD. Yeah. If this happens, if they, if it at least gets a nomination, well done to the academy. I will be so proud of them. Very proud because I, yeah, not only it's not been uh, nominated for best foreign picture, it's been uh, voted for best picture. Hopefully, wow. I will be so proud of the academy if this happens because it just tells you where they there's are. There's more out there. Yeah, there's more out there where they believe the world should be. That it's everybody. It's not just us. It's everybody mm -hmm. together. We're in this together. I, I, it's I mean, great. I love it. They did it last year mm. with um, Roma. Yes. A black and white film set in Mexico, all spoken in Mexican. Yes. So they're moving in that direction and they're looking outside of America mm -hmm. for these best picture qualities. Because th the reason these a lot of those films don't get discovered is because they're not publicized. Mm -hmm. And if you get this film, who, if it wasn't, you know, thrown th uh, shown throughout America and it was considered for awards, people wouldn't hear about it. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I really hope it gets a nomination. And if it wins, I'd be really, ha I'll be, I'd be happy for them mm -hmm. because it's an Asian film. I mean, you could even argue Roma is Mex It's in the north. It's in North America. It's, mm -hmm. You know, you could argue it's part of. The, but an Asian film, that's even more. Yeah, not even that. an European film. An Asian film. It's just, Crazy. I'd love it. Okay, and then on that evening, we have the 2020 BAFTAs. So this is celebrating all the best of British film. Looking forward to that. And I actually like the BAFTAs because that's like the British Oscars. It's not quite the caliber of the Oscars, but it's nice. I like watching the BAFTAs much better than the Golden Globes, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's, a post it's our post-war BAFTA. It's a warm-up, yeah. yeah post-war BAFTA. You know, we've just fought the Brexit war. <laughs> yes. So this is our post-war BAFTA. <laughs> Uh, but then, two nights later, we get the big one of the mm. all. On the 9th of February, the Oscars 2020. Uh, we will have our own... I'm sure we'll do an episode about the Oscars, all the nominees coming out, and we'll discuss who we think yep. is going to win. I can't um, wait. I can't wait, Because yeah, there's so many films we've said, this one, that one, that yes. one. And, and, and so many uh, films that in past years wouldn't get nominated. Mm -hmm for the Oscars, and now they're actually being taken seriously. Yes. Films such as, of course, The Joker. Yes, The Joker, it's a superhero film. And yeah. I'd be damned if they don't put it as a nomination. Oh yeah, no, that, that, I mean, it would almost be considered an upset if it doesn't get nominated. Yeah, like, who are you pandering, who are you trying to please yeah. by not nominating them, I don't know. So. so, on the 14th of February, on Valentine's Day, why don't you take your uh, other half and go see Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> I think I'm not going to do that. I don't know, Andy. I don't know. It's it looks like a it's it's a kids movie. You know, it's not for you. It's a kids movie. Yeah. And for people that played Sonic the Hedgehog, I did. I mean, I probably wouldn't go see this in the cinema, but I can understand if anybody does. And it looks great. They fixed it, the problems. Yes, that that is one thing I say. It does look a hell of a lot better than what it used to look like. Uh, they listen to the fans for the good reasons, yep. and they change it up. And it, I'll, I'll say that it looks way better. Yeah, but still seeing the trailer and all the kind of goofiness of it, I was a bit like, has Jim Carrey in it though? Yes, and I'm a bit. I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't know yet. Well, we'll see. We, we shall, shall see. We, we shall see. see. I mean, Maybe, I wouldn't go see it, yeah. but it's it looks okay for those who love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so next we got Bloodshot that comes out on the 21st of February. Now, this is based on a comic book adaptation starring Vin Diesel. 
Uh, and the trailer, uh, unfortunately, spoiled the whole damn movie. Yes. The movie looks great. Does action-packed yeah. sci-fi concepts, weird-looking stuff. You know, basically, he regenerates every time. This is this is a spoiler, but it's in the trailer, so I'm going to tell you. They just uh, it, it's a revenge story, mm-hmm. and then but this company that keeps bringing him back to life every time he dies, uh, they're actually using him as an assassin, and they change the narrative, mm-hmm. his, of memory. Who, his memory of who killed his wife to somebody else that suits them to, for him to kill. Yeah, why do they and they reveal so that's all the whole that. that's the movie that's the movie. You wouldn't say different after watching it. It's yeah, the same. That, thing. That's the movie. Yeah. And they reveal and he'll all win, of that. And he'll win in the end. So, yeah. yeah. And they reveal all of that in the in the trailer. And it was just so disappointing because I have literally watched the entire film. There is hardly much you can say more than what they've shown in the trailer. But that aside, it looks like a really good um looks like a really good yeah, film. Yeah, entertaining film. And so, then yeah. Diesel looks okay in it. Yeah, if nothing else catches my eye that week, I'll probably go see that one. Uh, so, and then on the 28th of February, we have The Invisible Man, directed by Leigh Wannell, uh, who did Upgrade, yep. the very underrated Good. movie that both of you and me love. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that movie, yep. by Blumhouse. Yes. So now we got him working with Blumhouse again, doing a new take on The Invisible Man, which we saw the trailer. I was gobsmacked. I was like, yes, I'm totally in. Mm-hmm. And you got Elizabeth Moss as the lead, who she's great in everything. So... I'm super looking forward to this I one. mean, all you need to tell me is Blumhouse and a horror film, and I'm there. In fact, all you need to say is Blumhouse, and I'm You're there. there. Yeah. yeah, so it's going to yeah, be a great upgrade movie. upgrade was a sci-fi movie. True, exactly. You know, exactly, you know. So Blumhouse, I'm there. I'm going to watch it. It's going to be a great film. It's going to be a great film. I hope, I, I hope it's going to be a great film. And I'm glad they're taking this direction and not the Universal Monsters Johnny Depp Invisible Man. These guys know what they're doing. Yeah, they know, they know how to handle this. Uh, and on the same day, we've also got Dark Waters, starring Mark Ruffalo and Anne Hathaway, about the water scandal in America. Again, another one that is probably honorable mentions of award, maybe just outside that level, mm-hmm. but it still looks worth watching. Yeah. Okay, so we'll head over to the small screen of February. Uh, first of all, on the 7th of February on Netflix, we've got Lock and Key. Now, this is one of my most anticipated series of the year. And that's because I'm a huge fan of the comic books, Lock and Key, Mm -hmm. done by Joe Hill, who I think is currently the best horror writer, novelizations and comics. Uh, He's worked with Stephen King a lot. So he he is basically the new Stephen King, the modern Stephen King, and everything he puts out, I love. So I'm really keen to see what Netflix do with this. They've already proved they can do independent comic book stuff, as Mm -hmm. they've shown with the Umbrella Academy last year. So I'm really interested to see what they do with this. It's it's uh, the best way to describe it is horror meets fantasy meets magic. Hmm. That's great. I mean, Netflix is the the content they are putting out is some of the content they are putting out is amazing. I can't believe we are paying that amount, that little amount of money for all that, for content. All that content. If those things were in cinema, do you know how much that you would, would spend? Have cost? Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Kudos to them. I know this will be great. From the pedigree of people working on it, it's going to be great. And um, 7th of February, we've not seen anything. but No, nothing yet. Just a poster. One poster they yeah. released. Their trailers normally come out, what, two, three weeks before? Yeah. Yeah, so it'll be I, great. I'm fine not seeing a trailer because mm-hmm. uh, I'm just so looking forward to this series. Uh, next, we got Mythic Quest, Raven's Banquet on the 7th of February as well on Apple TV+. 
not really too sure what that series is about, but I have to mention Apple TV Plus is releasing content out there for people to see. Back on Netflix, we got Narcos Mexico Season 2. Another series I haven't watched myself, but Narcos... I watched the the original Narcos, yeah. the one with, with Escobar. Yes. I haven't seen the Mexico one with uh, Diego Luna, but <laughs> I've heard it's very good as well. Yeah. Uh, we've also got Visible out on television, a new Apple TV, uh, Apple TV Plus series, which focuses on the LGBT commu community uh, and getting into the entertainment industry on television itself. And then we've also got Better Call Sal, season five, 24th of February coming out on Netflix for all you Breaking Bad fans out there. I Have Have you watched this one? No, I haven't. You I haven't, haven't even seen Breaking Bad. So. Oh, you haven't seen Breaking Bad? Yeah, so Fair enough. That's Fair how enough. bad I am. And then I think for us, Andy, the big one of February is Star Wars The Clone Wars season seven on Disney Plus. But unfortunately, in the UK, we still won't have Disney Plus available at the time. Yep. For another 30 days? Yeah, give or take. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another four, four, six weeks. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so that's everything coming out on the small screen in February. So now we're going to head over to March. Now, March, uh, from March onwards, I just have movies released because all the other TV shows that will be, that's coming out in 2020 don't have official release dates yet. So we'll talk about all of those at the end. All right. Uh, so we'll stick to movies from now on. So March. 6th of March, we have Onward. So this is the new Pixar movie starring Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Uh, you remember the one where they're elves yes. and they discover the chest of their father and they mm -hmm. bring their spirit of their father back, back or something like that? I mean, it's a Pixar movie. What else can you really say? It's, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be good. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's a Pixar movie. It's going to do what those movies do. Exactly. It's going to break your heart. It's going to make you laugh. Mm -hmm. And it's just going to give you a great story. Yeah. Appealing to both kids and adults. So I uh, am. Yeah, visually stunning. Visually stunning. The CGI that they do is ugh, so good. Okay, on the 13th of March, we've got The Way Back. This is a new movie starring Ben Affleck. This was the one where we said this one's definitely got to get an Oscar. Mm. Where he comes out of retirement, it looks like, uh, to train a basketball team, as he's an ex basketball player, I think. Uh, but he's also going through a lot of tough things in his life, such as alcoholism, mm -hmm. which, as we know, Ben Affleck is going through such things himself. And judging from the trailer, this this looks like Ben Affleck was born yeah. for this part. It's a very emotional film. Very emotional it, story. It, yeah. it looked great. I, I thought it was going to be in the Oscars, but... Um, well, it, well, it could be the Oscars next year. Next year. Yeah, but it, it, it's, it's a very emotional film. It's deep. I it's deep, it. yeah. yeah. Uh, I hope it's get well. I'll, I'll see if it's Oscar worthy. But most of the time, when they release a film this early in the year, they're not looking. It, that they're far. not looking for Oscars for this one. Yeah. So, but it still could be a great film. Mm -hmm. So, on the twentieth of March, we have a very anticipated movie for me, and that is a Quiet Place Part Two. The the first one, Andy, loved it. Mm -hmm. I've seen the trailer of this second one, and I, I think I will, I will still like you. you Obviously, we're always scared when a good film comes out and you hear there's going to be a sequel. You, you always think there's no way they can up the ante. There's no way they can improve because it was meant to be one. But I've seen the trailer and I think there is... There, I, I like what I'm seeing. I don't want to spoil it for you because you, have, you don't want to see the trailers. To, you just want to go watch it. So I don't want to spoil it, but what I've seen from the trailers and the direction I think they are going, I'm kind of cool with it. Kind yeah, of cool with it. I mean... I haven't seen the trailer. 
The reason I didn't see the trailer is because we didn't have a trailer park this week, or else I would have seen it. So I thought, you know what, I'm not going to see it. Maybe I'll see another trailer as it comes down later down the line. But the reason I'm so excited for this is because A Quiet Place was, it's definitely one of the best horror movies I've seen in the last 10 years, without a doubt. Uh, and I never thought I'd see that from John Krasinski as a director. Do you know De what I mean? Debut, isn't it? Yeah, that's his de directorial debut, his yeah. first film. Imagine. That's, it's crazy to have a first film that well directed. And he also starred in it as well. And of course, you have the amazing Emily Blunt in the mm. movie. Now, the thing about that film that appealed to me the most, me being a sound designer, was the use of sound in that film. Mm. It, it was phenomenal. Like the sound editing, the sound design, because sometimes sound design is better when there's no sound at all. And just, oh, it's just perfect. The silence at the right time. The silence at the right times. So I, I'm so looking forward to this film and I hope they can do a worthy sequel. That's all I want. I just want a worthy sequel. I think we'll, we'll be we'll, happy with we, this. Yeah, John Krasinski's coming back to direct, obviously. Spoiler he's, alert, he's not in the movie as he died in the last one, mm -hmm. uh, but we still got Emily Blunt. So. Yeah, his wife, right? Yes. So they've been rehearsing for a long time. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, and then we go on to the 27th of March, and that is Mulan. Now, this is another Disney original remake. Mm -hmm. They've been hit or miss, Andy, haven't they? Yeah, they have. So some of them have been like, whoa, that was really good. Another of them have been like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for me, this one is sort of, I like this film to me, just give Mulan back to the people it belongs to. You know, just, I like the cast. I'm talking about the cast. The cast, yes. The casting, just give it back to them because- No white casting in this No one. white casting, it just, it's an Asian, it's an Asian Chinese, story. Asian story. Might as well have Asian cast. Asian you know? director. Yeah, just do it the way I think it should have been done for ever since. And whatever happens with this film, I think uh, kudos to everybody who played a part to bringing it out because yeah, it's the right film. Yeah, what I want to see from these remakes of the Disney originals is I want to see something new about them. Like the problems I had with The Lion King and like Beauty and the Beast was that it was pretty much shot for shot a remake of the original. Mm. And I was like, I'm not seeing anything new here. You know, mm -hmm. while The Jungle Book, they did some new things story-wise and stuff that I was like, yes, this is kind of, this is, and that's actually still my favorite of the remakes. This one, judging from the trailer, looks to be in that same vein. They're taking the core story, but they're changing it up to a more modern audience. And the cinematography on this looks gorgeous. It looks very- Akira Kurosawa. Yes, Akira Kurosawa style cinematography, very Asian style cinematography. And I love it. I love it. I can't wait for this. You know, kudos, no, kudos to Disney yeah. on this one. No dragons, no Eddie Murphy. Yeah, no, no jokes and yeah. things like it, it that. It looks quite serious, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it just looks a very serious film. And obviously, they're not going to have the songs either, but you will have hints. Like in the trailer, there's a dialogue where it says, I'm going to make men out of you. Yeah. And that's all you need. You don't need the, the song and stuff. Like. Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, they will never do this because this is Disney we're talking about. But imagine if this was Rita Dar. Oh, God, yeah. yeah you could do some cr crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's a potential there. And then the big thing for the whole of UK and I think most of Europe as well is that on the 31st of March, finally, we get Disney Plus in our shores where you will find me for the rest of the year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so stoked to get this, to finally get it and just to flick through everything they've got. Yeah, it's a shame it didn't hit us as earlier, but yeah. I mean, you like you were saying, like, how can it be so? How can Netflix be so cheap for all this content? Mm -hmm. 
No. Disney Plus is even cheaper. Cheaper, like <laughs> it's just crazy. Everything, like so, people that say they've never really got into Star Wars because there are so many films, there are so many. They can now, if they ever have time, they can now sit down and watch everything in chronological order and understand the entire story from the first shot. Get bring a friend in who knows Star Wars to answer some questions you may have. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, imagine somebody just watching everything in the right order. The prequels, then the three movies, then the first, Rogue One, then that would be cool. I mean, obviously, you, it'll be a bit jarring because of the, the the technology used to film those films. But that'll be interesting to watch. I've never done it before. Have you? No. Hmm. Uh, wait, we're all... Watch them all in order. Like oh, Rogue, yeah, yeah. Rogue One, you, Rogue One before... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. have? Yeah, yeah, I, leading up to The Rise of Skywalker. I did it that oh. way. I think for me, oh, we're going to get into Star Wars here, but um, for me, I think for a first-time viewer, if you've never seen Star Wars before, I think you start them off with the original trilogy. Yeah. I think you start okay. in oh, release order. Not the prequels. No, no, no. Rele- uh, original trilogy, then prequels, and then the sequel trilogy. Okay. Because then you get the oomph of the eye of your, your father. father. Yeah, that's you know, true. That's true. It, that's true. Yeah, if, if, because if you did, yeah. you would already know he was his father. So exactly. It wouldn't be a... Yeah. Even sense. though you, probably most people know that, yeah. you still... It's still the, 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 the feeling of seeing it for the first time. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's that's where my, that's my two cents on it. Uh, so now we're going to head over to April. April. Uh, not much coming out in April, actually. The big one is No Time to Die. And that is on the 2nd of April in the UK. This is the final Daniel Craig James Bond movie. Are you looking forward to this one? Well, yeah, it's the final one. So, not he. I mean, not like looking forward to it. But if there's nothing else going on, I'll probably go probably see go it. See yeah. It. Well, like I said, it doesn't seem to be very busy in April. Uh, no, I'm definitely going to go see this. For me, uh, Daniel Craig James Bond has been hit or miss. Yeah. Loved Casino Royale. Didn't like Quantum of Solace. Loved Skyfall. Didn't like uh, Spectre. Mm. And this is probably going to be the last straight white male James Bond. Yeah, because in the movie, we've got Lashana Lynch, mm-hmm. who's another double O agent. So we, we'll see what happens there. But I, the trailer looks good. Yeah. It's I mean, a it's, James, it's Bond a James Bond movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to have action. And, and, and I do like, even though I may or not have liked some of the movies, I do really like Daniel Craig as James Bond. He's mm. one of my favorites. And he's got one of your favorite actors, hasn't it? As the villain. Rami Malek. Yes. And the, again, Rami Malek going to be showing people he can do other types of roles. Yeah. He so looks it, terrifying in it. Yeah. I, ju- I mean, I just ended Mr. Robot. What a, what a story. Oh, what a way to I, end. I'm nearly there. I'm nearly there. Uh, okay. And then also coming out uh, in April, this is only on Hulu <laughs> uh, on the 3rd of April. And this is The New Mutants. So <laughs> after, is this movie actually going to come out, Andy? <laughs> No, it's good. It's just on Hulu, so we can yeah, just just throw it away. Just throw there. it out and stop hearing about it. Like it was meant to come out in April 2018, so like this is a huge two-year delay due to heavy reshoots, and now we're finding out that oh, none of that matters. They're just going to release it in its original form. So all that two years waste, waiting, just nothing. and all the money spent. We, by now, would have been doing the part two or the yeah. you know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'll, I'll probably uh, find some way to watch it, but Hulu won't be able to watch it in the UK. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to head into May. So now we ramp up into, which I think is the beginning of the summer blockbusters. So on the 1st of May, we have 
the first movie of Marvel Studios this year, and that is Black Widow. I'm going to be honest. This is not a movie I would have wanted now. Mm -hmm. I think this movie is about five to six years too late. Yeah, yes. I, I, think, I think it should have come out a lot earlier. I agree. I understand why it's coming out now because, you know, you're going to have more female representation uh, solo films. And Marvel are sort of looking, well, what female characters do we have? Black Widow is very popular. But I still think you should have made this movie yeah. way, way before. Black Widow deserved her film in that era. Yeah, exactly. Um, because now it's a bit... It's almost pointless because we know where her story ends. Yeah, she dies. We, we, we know she dies. Mm -hmm. but so, But uh, saying that, saw the trailer. It looks like a Marvel Studios movie. Mm -hmm. It's going to have fun action. It's going to have some comedy. Great performances. So it's, maybe it's possible they shot it way back. Maybe no, no. They, they only started shooting. They're, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So okay. th this is a a new movie, and it's going to take place uh, in between Civil War and Infinity War. Okay. So it's not like a complete, like uh, sort of origin story. Right. The thing about, uh, well, like you said, it's 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 happened. What this I just want to see is I want to see what Marvel has in mind for the new season, the new era we've gotten into this still looks like it's from the old era there'd still probably be something about an infinity stone at the end or something but all that has closed what's happening now i mean that's what i want to see but this is not that is it no that's what i mean we we want to see the story move forward. forward exactly so this seems a couple of steps back as i said i'm i'm happy to see a black widow movie but like i said it should have been done before should have already been out uh, we'll see. Uh, and on the 15th of May, we've got a new Scooby movie, which is animated. I didn't even know that was coming out. It's coming out. Okay. Why not? Exactly. Why, Why not? not? It's Scooby. Scooby is a great character. Although it's, I saw the trailer, it kind of looked like it was marketed to a more younger audience. So I might give that one a miss. Like I love Scoob, but I love the original cartoons, which, yeah, it's for kids. But as an adult, I watch back on them and go, no, there's some... Still some stuff in there that is... Yeah, yeah we're, we're horror. Be horror yeah, a bit horror, in it. Okay, so uh, speaking of horror, we've got a new Saw movie coming out. Still untitled. That's also coming out on the 15th of May. What's this? 10? 11? 12? I, I, don't, I don't even know anymore. It's just one film after another, but you can watch each film in its it own, its own, own merits. It's not a continuation. I, I gave up with the Saw franchise long ago. Really? I, I loved, absolutely loved the first one because mm. it was so fresh, so unique. James Wan... And then I didn't mind the second and third, but then as they went on, it just got too focused on the gore and and the traps rather than a good, interesting concept. So I, it just lost it for me. It got a bit too samey. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's just the gore was just too... And I too know, much. Yeah, and I know that's what to expect in this one. And I, I don't... Like, I, I, I said a lot about the, the Purge in on Amazon Prime. Even though there's a lot of gore in it, the story is still very good so and like you said you don't get that with the soul movies anymore i agree with you the first one was amazing i think in my opinion the first three were good yeah i don't mind the second and third yeah yeah then it's just from there just they just being about how many ways can you yeah. crush somebody's head i mean come on yeah yeah for, for shock value basically yeah. okay uh and then we also have on the 22nd of may the fast and furious nine nine of these movies can i surprise you I haven't. You seen haven't seen any any one of them. I know you haven't. I, I don't even know what the whole thing is about. I need to sit you down 
because I uh, this is one of my guilty pleasures. But I don't like the term guilty pleasures because you shouldn't be guilty about anything. Mm -hmm. If you love something, say you love it. And I love these movies. Yes, they're stupid movies. Yes, they're just cars and doing crazy things. That is impossible to do. But it's so much fun. <laughs> okay. It's just so much fun. And then the characters, the, that, the, what keeps me going back to this franchise is the characters. Mm. Because their family, as you constantly hear, mm -hmm. is so tight. The relationship they all have, because a lot of the same actors keep coming back, is great. So you you give me that sort of uh, group dynamic with all the thrills, and I'm there for it, man. I love these movies. Some of them better than others, but... Yeah, maybe one day. Maybe I'm one gonna, day. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit you down. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> all right, then. So, uh, and finally, to end in May, we have Artemis Fowl, another Disney movie. This one... I don't know. It, lo it looks kind of weird. Yeah, the trailer started okay. Then I found out it was really made for kids. Yeah, it looks like it was more targeted yeah, towards that. Much. I mean, I'll say this. The visuals look spectacular. Yeah, that's why it was confusing at first. It, it looked like the voice, everything was... I was like, okay, this is a serious film. Then when the boy put on his costume, I was like, okay, yeah, it's for kids. But it looked really stunning at first. Uh, and that is the end of the movies in May. And then this is not technically available to us in the UK, but it is big news. In May, HBO Max will launch in the UK, in the US, sorry. And we have another big contender in the streaming wars. Andy, we spoke about um, when they did that big unveil and all the stuff they're going to have. They're going to be a big contender. They yeah. are. Yeah, and I'm sure they have things up their sleeves. Oh, yeah, there's probably plenty to announce yeah. that they haven't got yet. Mm -hmm. So remember, HBO Max is uh, Warner Brothers, AT&T, and Time Warner. So you're going to have big franchises such as DC, mm -hmm. the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, yep. and plenty more. Yeah, I think every TV series needs to have a fantasy if you don't have a fantasy yeah, series pop culture ip yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a fantasy series to call your own a, you know it's a, like a badge of honor netflix now has witcher you know game of thrones and you know amazon has vikings so yeah everyone needs it and I'm, the boys and the boys so you, you know what i mean like a fantasy oh, real fantasy yeah. se um, se series Okay, so we're going to head into June now. It's halfway through the year, and this is going to be a year full of 80s flavor. To kick us a off... A month. Uh, oh, sorry, yes. Uh, a month of 80s flavor. And that is Wonder Woman 84 kicking us off, directed by, of course, Patty Jenkins. Gal Gadot returns as the titular character. And we've also seen chris pine returning as steve trevor we'll see what happens there mm -hmm. but from the trailer i you know i love that trailer mm -hmm. love the first wonder woman movie love gal gadot as wonder woman i'm all for this movie all the 80s flavor the golden outfits the big hair the shopping malls give it to me just give me all of it and this really reminds me of my favorite run of wonder woman comics uh, by george perez which was done in the 80s. Mm. So, and we've also got Kirsten Wiggers Cheetah. So, I'm all, uh, bring it on. Yeah, bring yeah. it on. Yeah, so when I saw the trailer, you know, I was saying to you, I, I mean, first of all, I, I'm, I, I know I'm going to love the movie because I trust the people behind it, Patty Jenkins. I, you know, she, she did amazing with the first one, so she's going to be great. And I remember when I saw the first, uh, the trailer, I was like, oh, she's fights, she has, she's doing the same thing I saw her doing the first one. 
And when I thought about what I had said, I thought to myself, we keep complaining about them putting too much in the trailer and spoiling it. Then here's a film not putting anything new in a trailer and I'm complaining. And I was like, I shouldn't be complaining because I, I, I recognize what I could see in the trailer. So I'm sure there's going to be some new stuff in There'll this. Be some new no powers, stuff. Yeah. yeah, new powers. It's going to be told in a different way because the people we are behind it are just really talented in what they're doing. So. Yeah, so super excited and another big DC tentpole film. So with Birds of Prey and Wonder Woman 84, DC are shaping up to have a big year, I think. Hopefully, fingers crossed, because you can, you know, it can be one little film that they made for 1.2 million that will take everybody apart. Yeah, and also, I have to say, we've so far, we've got three comic book movies with uh, Black Widow, Wonder Woman, and Birds of Prey. Yeah. What's the one thing they all have in common? Women. Women leads. Yeah. That's what we need in comic book movies because it, it, I have to say, it has been dominated by males. Mm -hmm. that's, like, what we, that's what we've lacked. That's what know? we've lacked, yeah. Yeah, so we need, that needs to be corrected. Uh, so we'll stay in the month of June and we're going to go over to Seoul and the 19th of June this comes out. This is another Pixar movie. What else can we say that we haven't said about Pixar? But this one especially, I'm looking forward to more than Onward. Because this is, uh, looks. I think it takes place in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. I think it was with, uh, no, sorry. Um, what's the jazz? New Orleans with the jazz musicians and all that. So I'm super, super excited to see this one. What about you, Andy? Yeah, it's a Pixar movie. It's a Pixar movie. You, a Pixar you'll movie. be there. Yeah, I've seen, I think I've seen all their movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I've got them all on Blu-ray there, yeah. Yeah, it's a Pixar movie. <laughs> okay, and then finally to hit, uh, top off June will be Top Gun Maverick. This is what I was saying, 80s nostalgia all throughout June, and that comes out on the 26th. I can't wait for oh. this movie, Andy. Did you see oh, that trailer? Yeah, yeah. It I just brought so many memories back. It is just, first of all, it's, first of all, it's Top Gun. Then you now have Tom Cruise again, like Tom Cruise doing what Tom Cruise does. It's just, and I'm sure what, what I'm actually looking forward to, the featurettes that will come after it of how, to, I'm sure he will be the one actually flying the planes because that guy doesn't do CGI, you know, and um, I'm sure there will be some, a few things they, they had to do in CGI because uh, jets can't fly close to each other and things like that in reality. But I'm sure those are just the things they will tweak. But every other special, every other maneuver we're going to see with those jets is going to be real... I can't wait to see it. It's a guy. This is, you know, the, how they say the whole male gorilla in every man. This is that kind of movie. It's just going to make you feel very slam your beer on the Testosterone table. Testosterone movie. Yeah, yeah, slam your beer on the table. Like, oh yeah, that kind of it's stuff. A, it's, uh, and it's almost like a man's movie. Yeah. yeah. But I don't want to sound that in a bad way. Just yeah, in, a, it, in a fun, just nostalgic way. Like. Yeah, yeah. It, it ends at the movie. Yeah. When the movie ends, it ends. Yeah, but it, yeah. yeah, but it's that kind of thing. Yeah, I just Tom Cruise doing it's what Tom he does. Tom Cruise, yeah. Yeah. And we, yeah. My girlfriend hates Tom Cruise. What? And I love him, so yeah. So he's the original, he's the he, he's an me, action he is, hero. He is the epitome of a movie star. Yes. So I think there's a difference between pristine actors and movie stars. Mm -hmm. Movie stars is like a whole nother thing. Yeah. The Rock is a movie star. Uh, mm -hmm. Our DJ is a movie star. Yeah, the, he, the, but Tom Cruise is actually the, makes, like he's yeah. like the the movie star yeah he makes his movies like yeah. you go he, to see his movies for tom cruise yeah 
he he doesn't like you know sometimes we feel cheated like it's you know health and safety first but i you know when you go watch a tom cruise film you see this man he has put in effort he's put his to body ent- yeah to entertain his body us. on the line yeah. it's just amazing i can't wait to see this film no i can't wait to see this either so that's it we've reached the end of june halfway through the year and we've reached the part one the end of part one of our 2020 breakdown so look on our track feed for part two where we will be going through july through to december as well as all the other undated releases for 2020 and we'll see you back in part two